Let's get started. Bottom of the Smash Mountain, Season 1, Episode 13, Melee Can Take Many Forms. Let's get to the podcast! Yeah, so let's not waste a whole lot of time today. I got Ryan from Alston Melee. I don't give a sh or, you know, shotgun pump action, Ryan. So let's go ahead and get to the interview, and you can help find out why I was just doing all that just now. Get yourself educated and listen to the interview. Why is it so quiet? Oh, right, transition. Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain, and I am so happy to have another guest on from Alston Melee. And hopefully not the last either, but we'll get to that soon. Right now, I have Ryan of Alston Melee on Bottom of Smash Mountain. Thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. It's so cool Like, to, first of all, I start doing this podcast and then Patty reaches out and says, hey, you're doing good stuff. Like, you're doing everything right so far. I'd be happy to come on sometime. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I was even, like, kind of nervous to ask if anybody wanted to come on to my podcast but he just he just invited himself on and i was like yes please so i really appreciate you being willing to come on as well i mean yeah i you know i definitely watched the patty episode and i was like man that sounds really fun they had a great conversation um and you know i I'm, i was just excited for you to invite me on after and so let's go ahead and get into this i want to start with the beginning if you don't mind i love to hear people's origin stories with with melee in particular but you can go as far back as you want to just tell me how you more or less got to here you know take your time to answer however you like yeah um so i got into melee uh man several years ago it was right before i got into call was the summer before i got into college and I, I have a younger brother um, who goes by the tag Snow Wiener. Uh, he, inv- he invented the uh, Snow Wiener combination. Shout out to Zach. Um, but, uh, and so we've always played games together, me, me and my younger brother. And I've always been better at games than him, just being older and, you know, just kind of just having that big brother experience, I guess. Um, so then one day he, he gets me and he says, hey, Ryan, come in my room. Uh, I want to beat you in melee and i was like oh okay i mean that game's pretty old i mean we already have we have brawl i'll kick your ass in brawl but sure i'll I'll play melee let's go uh he whooped me he had watched a how to play marth video by ken and uh he whooped me And, and i went through all my characters uh you know falco puff donkey kong went through them all eventually got to roy Tried copying him, took one game, left, said, oh, you know, that, whatever. And then I kind of slinked back in like an hour later and was like, so what's the deal with this? Why why Melee? Why are you so good now? What happened? Uh, kind of one thing led to another. We, we started going to, we went to our first local. Um, I, I famously after said that was fun, but not my thing. Uh, and then fast forward, I'm, I'm in college. I hear melee sounds. I go in. My friends are playing. My my future friends are playing PM. I sit down. We make a Smash Club. 
that progresses. Uh, we start going to more events. I'm getting really into melee more and more as there's more melee events in Boston than PM events. And uh, yeah, just kind of rode that wave. And it's been kind of my, ho- my hobby just on the off uh, for super long. A great side hustle. And now you also own a moderately, sorry, um, let me rephrase. You run a very moderately successful podcast, the Awesome Melee podcast, which I love listening to and you all should listen to as well. Uh, When Patty was saying that he is more of like the the showrunner of the top tens, you might say. You're more of the showrunner for the awesome melee podcast and you and the rest of the crew just kind of making everything work together. That was really cool for me to hear. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I would agree with that. Um, the podcast is more, I think of, of, of a group effort compared to the top tens where the top tens, it really is so much of Patty doing the heavy lifting and then us kind of sprinkling in like facts or like jokes and like other stuff. Um, I, I do try to run the tight ship on the podcast specifically just keep my ear to like the uh, smash Twitter and like just picking out topics and like trying to like fill the the time with like things to talk about or to ask them about. Um, but yeah, we, we, when we, this all started, we just wanted to do a podcast of the, of the people that lived in the house. And uh, you know, there was, there was no real expectation that it would go anywhere besides just wouldn't it be fun to talk about melee every week with some of my best friends. And I, I love the relaxed atmosphere of it as well. And also how everybody's had cracking jokes, having a good time, like compared to my own, like, I guess you could say style, like I'm not doing that as much, but I love listening. And also don't forget the rest of you that you can also catch them on twitch.tv slash Austin melee. They record their podcast live uh, usually Wednesday nights, right? Yeah, yeah. Wins. It's more leaning towards like nine thirty Eastern, but uh, yeah, it's um the chat right now isn't super bumping. So if you come in, you can you know you can really get on the show just by talking the chat. We'll we'll probably read your your stuff. We have the chat open when we do it. It's really cool to get on even just for a little bit by participating in chat. Absolutely. So, can we talk about your your Twitter handle? And by the yes. way, I have to compliment everybody from the Austin Melee crew. No one is is at Patty Austin Melee or at Ryan Austin Melee. It's like Rep MMOM, Cave Lemon. And then for you, it's I don't give a... Well, I thought it was I don't give a chic. But yeah, talk about your Twitter handle for a second. Yeah. So I'm... Uh, when... Where... So it, you, my Twitter handle used to be just my, my tag, my smash tag, which is... Uh, uh, SHK space SHK, and uh, and that's just kind of like an uh, an onomatopoeia uh, kind of kind of deal, you know. It doesn't stand for it's not a shortening of chic. Um, it actually comes from some of my friends back in uh, back in high school. Uh, that was when Adventure Time was like really the hit thing, and uh, there's a there's a moment we really liked where uh, Finn's complimenting uh, the armor. Of something, so it's like some some kind of compliment, and he goes, "That's really, you know, that that's a, that's that's some nice that's some nice stuff right there." And uh, my friends and I thought it'd be funny to take that, and for how good something is, we'd we'd slow it down even more. So like, 
and that eventually kind of shifted into like a like a sh like that's a good thing. So when I made my tag up, I was like, yeah, uh, I I'm good. I'm a good thing. I'm sh so uh, I kind of try to explain it as like being like uh, the noise of like a like a shotgun. You're pumping a shotgun like a sh uh, but uh, it's it's a fun one. It's always been a blast to be at like uh, at majors and stuff and have people save a tag or see it the first time. And then like struggle with it, and then for me to go, oh, just sh -sh -sh. and they go, oh, that's tight, and then they just, you know, you make a lot of friends. Like an interesting tag, I feel like it's it's a cool part of the uh, the scene. Absolutely, I mean, I'm a big. I've watched the Smash documentary a lot of times, and every time wife from the documentary talks about gamer tags and it's sort of being like a second identity, like that's that's all part of that. It's really cool, mm. and. Aside from the aside from your Twitter handle, you also have a, a very a slightly less known Twitter handle, and I loved in your latest podcast with everybody else talking about the Boston hugs, which oh. is awesome. But the only question I wanted to ask about Boston hugs is why don't you have birth year nineteen eighty six on the on the Twitter bio for hugs for Boston hugs? Oh, what is the birth year? Um. No, huh. one of my favorite things about hugs, people always say, "Oh, is it hugs '86?" Because you were born in 1986, and it's like you know, it's a halfway meme. Yeah, yeah. I, I just the the thing we were doing, we were trying to get him verified on Twitter, so I just copied all of his information. I'm pretty sure, like followed all the people he followed, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So whatever his actual birthday is, I think I put that as his birthday. Unless they made it like Cinco de Mayo, which I like to do too, but uh. Yeah, I just um, I was just copying and making a really bad joke, and I don't really use the Twitter anymore. But uh, you know, it's a fun little it's a fun little thing that I can sometimes use occasionally. Very very occasionally. Yeah, yeah, sparingly. Wanted to talk a little bit about the Mango Fan Tournament. Mm. Now, obviously, Mango Nation. Shout out to Mango Nation. Some of them may not know this, but hopefully most of them do, that you more or less ran that event that happened a few weeks ago, right? Yep. Yes, I did. And is this like, to my knowledge, is this like one of the first Mango fan tournaments? I mean, I've heard of Mango Birthday Bash, you know, before pandemic. That's a, that seemed to be a really cool event as well. But like with this, is this like one of the first uh, online realm Mango sub tourneys? Um, for Melee, it is. Uh, I used to do primarily like tennis, Mario tennis tournaments, uh, ultimate tournaments, I believe were a thing for a while. Those are the two big ones, but we always straight, we always stayed away from melee because uh, just net play wasn't as good back in the day. It was more confusing. So uh, now of slippy, uh, it was a perfect opportunity to do it. And I got approached by uh, uh, the hands himself, Woogie Boogie, a uh, long time mango uh, mango friend and and mod of the channel, and he said, "Hey Ryan, I know you're of a TO. You know we're we're friends, we're boys. I need your help to make this happen." And I said, "Serious, sir. Let's let's do it." And that's so cool. You would have had previous t like TO experience with the Shine events and and maybe my mom as well, or was that just like a Patty thing for a while? Uh, my mom was definitely a patty thing. I don't think I ever TO'd 
I'm a mom. I have a brother did for his his birthday. He was like, I want to do a, I'm going to run the bracket with my mom on my birthday. But, uh, you know, my main TO experience uh, comes from organizing the College of the Fenways Super Smash Brothers group, where I ran weeklies every week for multiple games uh, when I was at college at Wentworth. Um, so that, that's my big TO experience. And, doing small brackets like that. And then uh, I always like to volunteer at majors um, because you just meet so many people and uh, running brackets is just fun. So, oh, and also my, my claim to fame, my, one of my biggest TO endeavors, at least IRL, was a Beantown Lean House, um, which was an endgame TV event where that uh, used all the... Uh, the Boston TOs to like put together. And before, actually, I'm remembering all this stuff now. And before quarantine happened, uh, myself and Kieran, uh, known as Lava in the scene, we were running a weekly bar tournament at Osaka Bar and Grill in Brookline. Um, and that was always a blast. So I, I do have quite a bit of TO experience, but usually more on the local level and not like anything like way bigger. Gotcha. But like you keep going on and on about all these different things that you've had a hand in. And I'm just like blown away by like how much you've done, which it's all like really cool to hear. And like, I mean, it makes me think to myself, could I, could I run a tournament? But like, it's, it's gotta be hard. Like, I don't want to, you know, you don't have to say like, this is like your least favorite thing about running a, a tournament or, but like you sound really positive and look back on your memories of doing all these all these events like with like a positive sort of light i mean am i am i getting that from you definitely definitely i um when it comes to the smash community um there is not a single function that i wouldn't want to do like if, if someone had somehow said hey ryan you have to do only one thing you want to be a competitor a commentator a stream runner a to um Anything like that, I I will I would I'd be happy. I would say okay, cool. I'll do one thing. That one thing will rule. Like there's no bad part to it, uh, in my opinion, at least. So uh, no, to yelling, I, I think at least at the level I do it isn't very stressful and is more about just kind of communities and having having fun. When you get into like those bigger events, like you know majors, like Shine, you know there's much more stress involved with getting the whole event to run on time. And, uh, you know, I, I can see people having more mixed feelings for those kind of uh, that, that, that like scope of event. But uh, for weeklies and stuff, it's just fun and community and like it, it's good stuff. I think that's a that sounds like a great mentality to have, honestly, like uh, I think that from my my more of my outsider perspective, bottom of the Smash Mountain, I'm, I'm looking and I'm at Melee Twitter and I'm going, is T.O.ing like is it really as, as thankless and negative as, as, as it seemed to be sometimes? And of course you have to take it with a grain of salt. This is Twitter after all, and social media in general, but I, I love, I just love hearing you talk about your, your, your TL experience and like the desire to like make these sort of things fun and that they can be fun. It's not necessarily like a, a thing to start off with like a high stress level. Like, yeah, maybe it can get there if something weird happens, but like it's about having fun. 
Yeah, and it's, it's definitely easy to get jaded about that kind of stuff, especially when you're putting in so much work and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I would just say that, like, it really helps to have a team. I think some of the TOs that might be the most jaded are TOs that aren't supported uh, by their own, like, kind of staff. And most of these events, I would have, you know, some kind of some kind of team that would, uh, you know, help do things for me and, like, you know, make it more of a team effort than just, like, brunting the whole amount of it. T.O. can be thankless. T.O. T.O. T.O.ing can be thankless, but, like, I know. I feel like it gets way much more negative uh, comments about it when it really is just, like, it's not super hard at the scope that I do it. And it's, you know, just fun and a good time. Awesome. Well, I'll, I'll just take this opportunity to say thank you, T.O.'s. Thank you so yeah. much for all that you thank do. You. Thank you, T.O.'s. We, we, you know, you're, we couldn't do it without the T.O.'s. One last T.O.-related question. Will there, is there a possibility of more manga fan tournaments in the future for Melee? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I think the, the rough idea is to do it like seasonally, so probably for a year. Um, it was a lot of effort that we had to put in as a staff, and there's a lot of planning and, and getting our very talented uh, Mango subs in our community to like put something on. So I would say to not expect one till like the summer, um, but definitely a lot of fun, and uh, we're already thinking of a bunch of ways to make it a million times better. So I'd say expect one in the future for sure. Let's go. I love that. Okay, so you can. Uh, I I don't know the the full story because you know this is the first time we've we've talked, and I I obviously don't know either of these two individuals. But I just thought this might be a fun question. You can take it however you like. Who do you have a bigger beef with, slime or blur? Slime or blur? Well, I mean, I gotta tell you, this it says I have no problem answering this. It's blur. <laughs> I love slime. Slime, slime is my man. We uh, when I met to get quick quickly on slime. Um, uh, so back years ago, um, me and Patty wanted to go to Big House, and I had known about this thing called Bad Melee that Patty was a fan of, and I was like on Twitter or something, and I saw that Slime had tweeted out that he needs housing for Big House. And I just reached out to him the DMs and said, "Hey, I don't know you, um, but we have a you know we're we're rooming with Matt Dodd Zeb. I, I threw a big name in there to maybe entice him. I didn't know what his deal was. That's um, the move. That's the move. Yeah. Hey, hey, we're rooming with Matt, so we're like you know we're like people. Uh, <laughs> and I knew he knew Matt, so like that was like my kind of in. Um, but I was like, hey, if you want to sleep on a floor, like we have a floor for you, man. Like come on, come on through. Uh, and I got to tell Patty like, hey, Patty, um slime is going to be in our room and he was all excited about it but uh so we met slime at big house and we just had a great time with them and yeah i love i love slime to death blur i don't know as much um and blur is just one of those people that like has really bad opinions a lot of times in my opinion which isn't a bad thing but just like if i pick between the two of them like it's so easily slime and uh i need to get to know blur better to make a to, to like them more and make it harder for me to choose. And so like, I've, I've heard like a limited amount of times where like on the Austin melee podcast, there's like a, you know, that 
it's not like super heavy trash talk or anything, but it just seems to be like sort of what I was suspecting that it was just like, you know, slimes that guy. You'll you'll uh you'll get after him sometimes, but you're homies. That's the like the end of the story thing. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't even, you know, I, I think uh Patty and some of our you know, like Ted are are much more on, you know, kind of talking shit about Ludwig's house and slimes thing, you know. It's it's more fun for them. I, I just, you know, I, I I don't really like to do that with my friends personally. I'm more of like a no slime slime's cool. Like we're I I, I hope to see him soon. I love that guy. Like that's it's all good in my book. Hey, either way, either way works for me as well. Like, you know, you'll have just different kinds of friends. The friends that you're going to be like, hey, hey, there's that guy. I can't believe they'd let anybody in here, huh? And then there's, you know. The, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have like a more positive vibe with it. But as long as you know that between the two of you or the group, like you're good, that's that's really the important thing. Yeah, the, the, the classic when they leave and you go, oh, man, finally that guy's gone. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's definitely a vibe. It's definitely a friend vibe. I just, I don't really, I, I don't really prescribe to that seriously. So I have a few more questions for you here. Sure. And this is, this is, uh, this is something that I've been thinking about a little bit uh, recently because we don't have any shortage of melee content. I guess it depends on who you ask, but, but honestly, for myself keeping trying to keep my ear to the twitter ground just like you're doing and then trying to keep up with the content that's being put out onto youtube and to twitch and everywhere in between feels like there's just so much and that's in my opinion good for melee to you know be a, a thriving esport if, if you would even want to say that but just for the community to continue to carry on without in-person events but like how long do you realistically feel we can go with online only melee before like the lack of in-person events starts to really show wear and tear? Well, that's, that's a great question. Um, I think that we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, thankfully we had, we had slippy hit at the exact right moment during the pandemic. So we had this new toy and the thing about the new toy is it's not done yet. We're getting updates every so often and we're getting huge improvements. Like the second you get bored of Slippy, then all of a sudden there's a doubles build. Then all of a sudden, you know, in, a, in the future we have ranked coming out soon. Like, and we have this other new Akinia build or whatever. We got Wolfen and they're adding DDD and Wario. And like, I, I just think we're, we're at a spot that prior to Slippy being out, I have a different answer to this. I, I, I'd feel more like the ultimate crowd where things are getting stagnant and uh, it's looking bad. But with Slippy, we're like, we're in a spot where we can do this, I think, for an indefinite amount of time. Um, but of course, we all want to get back to locals, you know, as quickly and safety and safely as we can. Absolutely. Safely, safety, that, that's the big deal there. You know, no matter how many patches COVID gets, we got to keep updating ourselves and exactly. patching new vaccines and everything else like that. That's, that is a really big deal. Absolutely. You mentioned Ultimate for a second there, and I just quickly typed this down. Did you see that they had a Wi-Fi ranking of like Ultimate players? 
did catch this. Yeah, they're, they're, someone was doing it. I'm not sure it was official, but like someone, some company or some some uh, group just put it together, right? Yeah, and you know, I think it was like top fifty, maybe top one hundred. I know that Spargo, uh, Cloud Player, or Sword Character Player in general, was was uh, voted number one or or what have you. So congrats to him. But that's that's yeah. what I get really annoyed about in my head where we we've had this ranked discourse for melee for a little while now because and i think it's partially driven by the fact that we haven't seen slippy ranked yet so hopefully that'll become a thing soon we'll see and just shout out to fizzy thank you for giving us slippy in the first place like i don't want to sound ungrateful but like when i saw the the wi-fi ranking of ultimate players and we all know like comparatively speaking how bad ultimate online is and yet there's still somebody still made the effort did everything they thought they needed to do to make this this ranking and then Spargo retweets it out and is like guess what i got this is so cool and everyone's going oh yeah yeah good for you and i'm like what i i don't know if i'm the one to make a ranking for melee for slippy melee i don't know if i'm that person but just like why hasn't somebody done it and and why are we letting this happen this feels so weird like we're letting ultimate get a one up on us it almost feels like to me anyway like what are your thoughts on that well like i was saying before i'm not really sure uh who made the list up but it, it very much strikes me as like what we do in Ulster melee when we do our top tens like we're not the de facto uh, arbiter who who picks like what is the best moment what, what what is the best old school player you know we don't we, we don't actually get that right we make our list on our opinions and then if people like it they can promote it you know what i mean so i feel that same way with ultimate it's like well if someone made the list and spargo who got one is saying yeah this list owns i'm number one like this is a real thing so I don't know. Anyone can make a, a, a top 100 list. Um, what makes our normal list so credible is that they are sourced by the community. Like, you know, we, we have panelists who the community respects, make decisions on who they think should go where. So, you know, if, if, I, if Austin Mayo were to do our own top 100, like, there would probably be some kind of a backlash. Just because that, uh, you know, what, what do we know? It takes a lot of work to, like, look at all those results and, like, decide whose results are better than who, someone else's results. And without a uh, an array of unbiased participants, like, it can be, it can be, it can get biased really quick, uh, depending quick. on the amount of people doing it. So uh, I don't think it's necessarily a one-up on us. Um if anything, they need something to talk about the Ultimate community because they are suffering uh, at the moment. Coming back a little bit, I've seen some more tournaments of like MKLeo participating, and I think Nintendo just released an announcement saying that they were going to update their whole online experience, which you know is some hope to it. But uh, all right, I think I think the main thing for Melee is that our Melee nerds, specifically Melee stats, and though that gang has said, no, we're not going to do it. We don't really count what's going on. We don't want to put the effort into doing it. And I get that. But my only part against that, and why I'd like to have a list, is that this history still exists. Like, maybe it needs a huge asterisk 
that says this is an online ranking, but I, it's still mailing that's happening. It's still going to be referenced when we get back to IRL events. If you don't think I'm going to seed Ginger way higher uh, post-COVID, I don't know what to tell you. Like, There's so many people that are going to be way seeded way higher based on their online events, whether people like it or not. Absolutely. I I can't that would be an insult to Ginger if you if you seated him at a at a spot where he was before. I mean, especially Ginger because like been grinding so hard uh in, in the in the slippy world, entering a lot of events. And I love Ginger's Falco. I'll say that again. Yeah. Any chance I can get. Love watching Ginger's Falco. It's pretty much the biggest example. Like Ginger is a is a good player who became a great player during Slippy. Like we I mean we saw the video come out. Like people there are people that haven't we haven't even heard of till this year who are now t- competing at a level that I would say top twenty, top thirty guaranteed. So there's a big shakeup and I, I think it deserves to be noted. But if they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. You know, we'll just we'll keep the rankings in our head though. And that is fair to like uh, a group that previously would have done rankings before COVID, before online only if they say this isn't something that we're going to do then you know that's their decision that's their right and i but i also really appreciate your point as well like the capturing history aspect in my opinion as complicated as it is now we're all going to still have slippy online events after in light sorry irl tournaments come back i don't think that slippy goes away completely i think that most people in the community say that so how complicated can it get because you have the IRL events and online events and people who don't travel as much or can't travel as much are going to be really upset if any group, you know, regardless of the credibility of those individuals or the, the organization, they're going to be upset when the ranking comes out and it's like IRL events only, no slippy events or, or whatever they decide to do. Yeah, so I I think to myself, well, as complicated as it is now, it almost feels like it could get more complicated once IRL tournaments do come back and we still have online events. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a kind of a concern. I think we would probably see a shift to how uh, the the most the FGC handles it, which is we're just gonna have online. We're gonna have our online warriors. Not to say we didn't have it before. Like we had. Michael 41 billion being uh, the net play god. But we would all look at that and say, well, but net play is kind of jank. And, you know, that's sure, Puff player is the best on there, but, you know, whatever. Now, you know, or at least in the future, when we have uh, both uh, in person and online events, you know, it's just going to be a little more realistic. You're going to have people online being like, yeah, they're online all the time, they're threats. But I don't think you count the results from online tournaments compared to IRL tournaments. I still think there's a big divide there. And uh, for better or worse, the Melee community is very pure to what Melee is. And what it is, it's, it's a physical game on a Wii GameCube on a CRT with two chairs next to each other. So I think a lot of people are going to have a hard time accepting online events. And with good reason uh, to be included in the rankings or any kind of talk about rankings. And, it, and I do think that 
there is absolutely a difference to for anybody who says, well, there's not really much of a difference between, you know, uh, completing a tournament at home versus in a, in a venue. Like, of course there's a difference. Yeah. So it, it's so different. Are you kidding me? It's so different. I haven't even been to one and I can absolutely with all certainly certainty tell you, Oh man, uh, just to take a side, the, a side trip here, the, the, the event that, I briefly thought about attending like just on a whim, but I ultimately did not do was pound 2019 where somebody threw that crab at hungry box. That would have been oh. so wild to be there. Yeah, that was a, what a, what a, what a, what a dumb moment. I can't get, I still can't believe that happened. That what a, what a clown. And you can have, you can have things like that happen quote unquote in the online world, you know, like, you know, like the post, uh, the post event Twitter beef, like that's always fun to see. You know, as long as it, it everybody's having fun with it, of course. I don't want to yeah. always have fun at somebody else's like uh, expense per se, but just like, like the the in person part of it, like that, and how melee is like a purist, more of a purist game, or at least there's it it attracts that mindset a little bit more than other more modern games. Yeah. That that all does tie together. So I, I, I understand what you're saying. And to, uh, to wrap up like the, the, the whole rankings thing, uh, I, I do wish like from my own perspective that I could, but shout outs to practical tasks. Somebody tweeted saying like, yo, practical tasks. I want to make a ranking. What are the resources I need? And just po- posted back a reply with like a bunch of like stats websites and like, uh, uh, Liquipedia, like all that kind of stuff, and was like, "Well, here you go, have fun." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, knock yourself out. Like, go go to town. It's just uh, online is hard, and you're gonna need some. You're gonna need some people to be on your to be on board for it to get any kind of traction. But if you want to do it, like it, it can be a fun exercise in talking about the game you love, and uh, you know, just kind of talking numbers. Like, it, it's fun. It's fun to rank as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the big thing for for anyone who would actually want to do it either on their own or form a little crew and and get it going, like this, the, it wouldn't it would be hard to like turn that around and put it into like somebody's resume or for a sponsor to take that seriously or anything. But for discussions and for you know some some fun Twitter beef, absolutely, I'd love to I'd love to see more attempts at that. But uh, we're in tearless season now, actually, and I, I know you. I know you know this because we we've seen it around practical tasks again. Shout out, putting out a poll to the public, being like, "This is going to be for public discourse only. We're not going to factor this into the official tier list that the top 100 players and other panelists from you know the top 100 2019 ranked players and other panelists are making." But this new tier list that's going to drop that's going to be that's going to be really cool to see, like how how it how changed it will be and. I guess the only question I have about it, you don't, if I'm not asking for inside information, but like from a, from a discourse and uh, from a prediction perspective, do you think that online results are factoring into this at all? Or are they trying to think of it only up to early 2020 melee? Question. Um, I I really think that Online melee doesn't change too too much. I think people over exaggerate how different the game is online. If your if your setup is working as it should be, like 
a Falco illusion shouldn't be a big problem for you or like, you know, it, it's, if anything, it, it's leading to more practice and matchups that are previously unpracticed, specifically Jigglypuff. I believe that uh, people now have more opportunities to play against Puff and grind against Puff. So uh, the anti-Puff meta has made some big leaps in this year, I believe. Not just of HBox kind of falling off the map. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's... Uh, I can't wait for this new tier list. The last tier list on the Wikipedia site is from like 2015. Um, it's it's out of date. And I definitely want to see the average of our top players' opinions. And wherever it lands, that's cool. Um, just, you know, tier lists are... It's always an interesting exercise to go through on, on what you value for characters and stuff. And if you think it should be result-oriented or, you know, theorize best characters or practically best characters, it's it's interesting. So I, I can't wait to see it. I hope as many top 100 players as possible are contributing to it because, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big update. Yeah, and it accounts for the meta changing. Who knows? You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just uh, coming up with random conspiracy theories here. So this is not founded on anything. Maybe Armada is responsible for the lack of a tier list update. Who knows? You know, because the meta has changed. <laughs> changed. The meta. The meta has changed, and they you can't get around that. <laughs> I, I, but to answer your original question, though, I, I do think you know you, you can't not count online events. Online, a lot. Online events are going to make a big difference. Like we see a bunch of puffs going up. We see some Yoshi's. We see what box can do for certain characters. Like you know, it's um. I think we're all kind of coalescing in the right spot as far as like most tourists I see kind of go roughly the same, at least in the top. Uh, so yeah, can't wait for the new one. Yep, I'm just going to give a prediction for myself for who's going to be named the top tier, and it's going to be Fox. I, I just can't see how it can't be Fox, in my own opinion. Do you want a prediction for number one tier list character, or you want to pass? I, I'll predict. I, I like I like talking about this kind of stuff. Um, the thing is, is that we're dealing with top 100 players, and those people love to complain. Um, I feel like Fox is probably the best bet for one but there are so many people that will say Marth or Puff are also in contention for that. Um, so I'm going to have to agree with you that Fox, in my own personal list, Fox is definitely at the tippity top. But uh, I feel like the gap behind Fox has been getting shorter and shorter with more uh, optimal Marth play and more kind of theoretical Puff play. Yeah, like the, you know, obviously the meme is like, she'll drop breast. <laughs> but mm. it is, it is, I, I understand what you're saying, that like, top players are going to obviously pick on the characters that they might not like playing against a lot. And a lot of top Fox players, of course, don't like playing against Marth, especially on FD. We all know that. Yeah. And and with Puff players, I, I love the fact that there have been other Puffs that I can name besides Hungrybox and Two Saint. Like there's Michael and there's Solo Battle and now I've run out of of Jigglypuff players, but I'm <laughs> I'm excited that that the character isn't like you know going by the wayside with online melee or other characters that are like slightly less played like Yoshi or or Peach. That there's 
that those characters are getting representation in today's melee. So I'm excited to, like you said, I'm excited to see the TLRs myself. And it's great that we're finally getting an update because, I mean, come on, 2015, that was such a long time ago. Crazy that we haven't gotten one since then. So I'm really excited to see what it is. Yeah, I'm with you. Alrighty. So I've run out of melee questions. Don't want to take up too much of your time here. You've been really great with, with that so far. Thank you. Uh, but I do want to ask a, a couple of either lightning round questions or you can or you can stop and say, hey, we got to talk about this some more. So you ready for that? Yeah, ask away. I got I'm, I'm open to anything. Potato chips or corn chips? Potato chips. I like them wavy. Nice. Does it really matter how toilet paper rolls off the thing like, you know, from the front or from the back? Does it really matter? It really matter. It doesn't really matter, but I will say um, there was a time I was living with some strangers, and I would do the chaotic thing where I would flip it the other way just to mess with them. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I knew, I knew they cared about it, so I'm like, I'm just gonna fuck with them. <laughs> Keep flipping it back. <laughs> How cold does it have? Sorry, what were you saying? No, no, don't worry about it. Okay. How cold does it have to be outside to feel the urge to wear something besides shorts? Or or are you not even wearing shorts at that point? Or are you like more of a long pants guy? How cold to not wear shorts? Hmm. Uh I guess in my New England New England brain, it really depends on what season you're coming from. So like if we're going summer into winter, then like if it's like forty degrees, fifty degrees, I'm like, I I probably gotta put some I gotta put some pants on. It's cold. But like if we're going winter in the summer, then like if it's like forty or fifty degrees, I'm like, oh it's short time. <laughs> you know? Like it's uh it totally depends on what you're where you're coming from. I understand what you're saying. And yes, I can see what you're uh you know, you're used to it being warm and then it gets colder and you're like, okay. But then yeah, you get used okay. to it and it starts to get warm again and you're like, oh yeah, let's go. Finally, it's not below freezing. This is awesome. Yeah. Short time. It's short season. I'm the I'm like the stereotypical shorts wear guy. Like I'm I'm wearing shorts right now and have not broken that streak for quite a long time. The long pants only come on for like church or whatever. Like I, I swear, like it, no. shorts all the time, shorts every day. Hey, stronger I than I am. I, I will I will I will crumble to the to the pant if it gets if i if i need if i if i ever if i even think about it i'm like yeah it's it's pant time i gotta respect that as well hashtag self-love hashtag self-care yes is new england fall really what it's cracked up to be is it what it's cracked up to be well i've so i've never traveled to new england to experience the fall um i i personally i love having uh four seasons even if one of them is a little longer than the others, uh, that being winter, which <laughs> isn't the best. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I, I, I really do appreciate fall. And I, I can still remember the, the last time I went for a walk before all the leaves went off when I was I made a, a point to like look at all the leaves and just enjoy trees being so colorful. So uh, I, I think New England fall is tight and uh you know, if you're if you're a nature lover, like you gotta check it out. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe at some point. Like, uh, I'm hoping to 
I'm hoping to like not travel frequently or a lot, but when when pandemic stuff is over and hopefully I can start attending at locals at the very least and and hopefully majors someday someday very mm. far off future like shine that would be an event that I would want to go to I think I just want to go to all the big ones at least once like in my head that's what I would like to do yeah I mean the the big ones are you know they're, they're so much fun and and you get to visit places you'd never visit before so that that's a big part of the traveling that I really appreciate as far as melee goes like being in being in Dearborn Michigan or you know, going to Oakland, like there's places I would never go, and you get to kind of just hang out and, and make it your own uh, world for a, for a weekend. Yeah, it does sound really cool. Alrighty, well, I've run out of run out of questions, but I do want to roll out the red carpet for you and basically just give you an opportunity to to plug yourself, plug whoever you know, talk about yourself and ham it up a little bit if you want if you want to i, I will i will do what patty did not <laughs> oh there we go i uh you know I, i'm i'm ryan from all melee uh we have a youtube channel that pops that pops out top tens every week podcasts every week uh you know really appreciate you support it uh you know really goes any support you give us financially uh typically goes to either new equipment or just Patty directly. So if you are a fan of this work, like Patty doesn't have a job right now. This is Patty's job. So please support the channel, throw Patty some bones to let him know that you appreciate the work and you want him to keep making stuff. Uh, you know, watch our stuff on Spotify, watch it on YouTube, watch it on Twitch. We have some big plans coming up, which I can't get into at the moment, but, uh, you're, you know, Australia isn't going anywhere, anywhere fast. Like we're, we're sticking around and it's been so much fun to be considered like, you know, a, a part of scene in that way. Like I was saying earlier, this is a function that, uh, of the community that I also enjoy content creation. Like it's, it's been a blast and I, I thank everybody for all the support. Yes, Ryan, thank you. And thank you to Austin Melee. And in terms of financial support, I just want to uh, also help with the plug. If you have the means, if this is something that you want to continue to see, you know, and you ha- like I said, you have the means, you can go to patreon.com slash Austin Melee. Is that, is, that the, is that the URL more or less? Yes, it is. But please, if before you, I, I say all of this support, Patty, before you support us, make sure you're supporting, you know, all the other charities that are infinitely more important than our, our thing. We'll, we will be all right. And, you know, but if you got some extra, extra dollars hanging out, you know, we would, I know Patty would appreciate it. And I certainly would as well. And like you said, it's, it's going to go to exactly the right place. It needs to, despite the temptation, you know, PBR, I I love that story, by the way. Sorry. Oh yeah. I, I can't help. I can't help myself. This whole story about getting on on the case of PBR and being like, look at all this cool stuff we have happening. This is our spirit bomb. This is our time. And then get a follow back. That's awesome. The follow back, but you'll, you'll see it shortly, I'm, I'm sure. But we, we just actually got merch from them. They they sent us the influencer pack for... Uh, of, the, of their merch. So we, we got some free PBR stuff. We're going to be repping. And uh, 
you know, as a as a ska guy myself, I love ska music and ska music loves PBR and it's it's really a dream come true that uh my favorite or my favorite brands uh recognize what we do and that's um it, it's so cool. Let's go. I'm really that's really cool to hear as well just from my own perspective like I don't have a specific like uh, company or brand that I can take off the top of my head, but like, you know, that'd be, that that's so cool to just uh, like, be like, Hey, we really appreciate you. And then they come back and they're like, yeah, we appreciate you too. Here's some merch. Here's some other stuff. That's really, really cool. But yes, awesome melee, check out the YouTube, check out the Twitch, check out podcasts, all the stuff that Ryan and the rest of the awesome melee crew are, are, are doing. And Ryan, thank you again for coming on to the show, the podcast. Thanks for having me. I, I love your point of view. I think it's so cool to look at it from the outside and just kind of try to try to really pick your spots and getting in. I, I just think it's I think it's rad. So thanks for having me on. Uh, and uh, I hope you have many good episodes moving forward. Thank you. Thank you. What does the cow say? Moo. Mm, good job. What does the kitty cat say? Good job. What does the doggy say? Woof woof. Good job. Can you say linguistic specialist? Yay. Good job. That was a good try. Can you say outside? Do you want to go outside? Okay. Okay. Can you say bye-bye? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.